and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms, as well as discussing some of the film and shows we currently can't stop binging. I'm Hannah Fernando. And I'm Ian McEwen, feature writer on TV Times magazine. So coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking about new Netflix release V Wars, Amazon Prime documentary Andy Murray resurfacing, and Sky Atlantic's Upright, starring Tim Minchin. Mm, And we'll also be reviewing the big Sunday night battle, BBC One's War of the World versus Netflix The Crown, uh, revealing what we're binging on and answering this week's big question. Ian, what have you been up to this week? Well, I'm glad you asked that. (laughs) Sports personality of the year. (laughs) I know you're a big fan. Yes. Uh, So that's coming up, of course. Yes. Uh, I've been talking to Gabby Logan, uh, who will be presenting it from Aberdeen, uh, about the six shortlisted contenders. So, yes, been chatting about it. And also I spoke to Richard Hammond, the hamster, of formerly of Top Gear fame. And, of course, the Grand Tour has just come back on Amazon. Uh, he's making a new series called Big, ironically, <laughs> because it's about things like the world's biggest car manufacturing plant or the world's biggest container ship. You get the drift. He's so likeable, isn't he, old Hammond? Is he too likeable? Is it so genuine? He's sort of an Anton Deck type person. He is, he's very good. I think he's a good, good broadcaster. Yeah, he doesn't seem to get riled by anything. In And you can see, like, when he's working with Clarkson, it could be quite easy to get riled by things. As far as we know, there, he, there is a video of him online saying, recalling the time he threatened <laughs> to kill James May with a shovel. So I think he's being, he was being mildly here. He's very funny. I like he's being it. facetious. It's fun. It's good fun. <laughs> oh, sorry. So I just bounced this back to you. <laughs> what, what on earth have you been doing? Well, nothing really as exciting okay. as interviewing Gabby right. Logan to be honest with you. I have been uh, surviving this week from the, the big chill, the big freeze. How cold is it? I know it's nearly winter. It's not quite winter because I looked it up. That's December the 22nd. That's a fact for you. And your research. Um, I did a bit of research because I was so cold. Had to take a hot water bottle to bed last night. Long jobs. Very attractive. I'm with the long jobs. Mm. <laughs> well, okay, let's have a, a chat about our first show. Uh, it's V Wars. It's on Netflix. It's a new fantasy drama. Let's have a listen to a clip. Authorities in upstate New York reported a series of attacks called vampire killings. We need you, Doctor. All the victims have been missing a lot of blood. Oh, my God. So what do we know so far? This is a modified virus causing DNA transformations. I need your help, buddy. I don't know what I've become. I am your brother. Together we will find a cure for this. The man you knew is gone. Right, so the gist of this, uh, Vampire Wars star Ian Summerhalder plays Dr. Luther Swan. He's a scientist who enters a world of horror when a mysterious disease transforms his best friend, Fane, strange name, into a, you guessed it, Vampire. So uh, I don't know if you're a horror fan at all. Is this? I like this to, be able to sleep easily at night. To be honest with you, right. as long as it's not just before bedtime, I can live with it. Okay. <laughs> well, I would say looking at this, there's action, there's vampire sex, sexy vampires, sexy vampires. I like That's that. That's a thing. And it's about a virus rather than a kind of you know the ancient Transylvanian, hundreds of years old type vampire. So it's quite modern. It looks quite glossy. Winner. I'll give it a go. I mean, I guess, I guess if you like that sort of thing, it's 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 going to be good. 
Yeah, and also it's based on a comic book, so we'll get the usual... I think already it started online, the purists complaining about little things that they've tweaked and changed from the original comic book. So I know you're a bit of a stickler for this kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you kind of... Yeah, it needs to be the same. It's otherwise... Doesn't work, Why do does it? Things have to change, Hannah. I don't know. <laughs> Progression. Who wants it? <laughs> um, well, I'd like to talk about Andy Murray's new documentary, Good. if that's okay. Please do. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of it. I've seen all you've of it. You've seen all of it. Okay. It's quite a marathon, isn't it? My goodness, I felt like I'd had hip reconstruction surgery. <laughs> it's good though, I like it. It's a sort of fly on the wall type feel about it because he films yeah. presumably on his mobile yeah, phone at times diary. and he's, yeah, yeah the video diary. Um, he nev- you never really get any enthusiasm because when he's going in for the operation, he's, he's obviously nervous and, and he's quite down about it. But e- equally the other side, there's no <laughs> happiness. It just is the same, isn't he? Do you want to hear my impression of Andy yeah, Murray after winning Wimbledon? Andy, how does it feel to have won Wimbledon? Oh, really excited. I enjoyed the match. So, <laughs> I mean, people had this impression of Murray, I think, that he was a bit of a robot, quite miserable, sort of yes. doer Scott. But from this, and, and from things we've seen on court, he's such an emotional guy, isn't he? I mean, there are press conferences where he can't get the words out. He's so upset he's about so his injury. Emotional. He's a really emotional guy. And I think he comes over really well in this show. He does come over well. And you kind of learn to love that, how the sort of monotone Andy that we've come to know. But, Get behind that yeah, and see him for yeah. who he is. He's vulnerable, because, isn't he? Yeah. But he's, he is vulnerable, but he's also incredibly passionate. He's never done anything else. He's been, he, you know, he's always he's li- he lives for this sport, and the idea that this would stop him. I mean, this stopped an awful lot of things for him. Um, and then to have this hip reconstructive surgery after going through every mm. other possibility to try and stop that from ha- having to happen um, was a real journey for him. And I think you Definitely. get to. You get to understand how he works a lot better than, you know, us sitting in judgment with our, you know, hilarious ways of taking him off. <laughs> yeah. And also he does at one point, he delves into his childhood, doesn't he? He does. And Dunblane uh, and also, you know, his parents' marriage. It's, it's very moving. I found it moving. I do often find sport-related things triumph from tragedy in sport and strictly. Uh, do, do get the old tears flowing? Yeah, and I think that, it's so real because it has that um, because he's actually filming himself a lot of the time and he's talking into yeah. into his phone or whatever it is late at night and going through those emotions you can see how much it means to him I think a lot of the time we think these sports guys it's landed on their plate you know no he he works yeah, so grafter, hard I mean he? he's a grafter it's clearly got talent but he is a grafter and the idea of it all being snatched away from him was, was really sad I think and yeah. like you say, delving into his past as well, learning more about him as a person. So tennis fans, check it out. Yeah, do. Feature length it is, really though. Good. So and actually, non-tennis fans. It's just, it's, right. it's, it's just good fun. Okay. Come on, go for it. <laughs> now, do you like, on a lighter note, do you like the piano-playing uh, Australian comedian, Tim Minchin, who is, uh, of course, of Matilda the Musical fame, yes. created that? Yes, I do. Good. Because... Tell me more. There's good news. He is... He's, co-written and starring in a new eight-part it's kind of like a comedy drama road trip series called Upright on Sky Atlantic and Now TV Good. I thought it was excellent and what particularly impressed me he is a great 
actor. I mean, he started out as an actor and he, he jokes that he's a sort of failed actor who became a comedian. He's very talented. This is a terrific series. It's kind of like, it's an eight-parter set over eight days. And the setup is he's a sort of very troubled musician who, for some reason that will become evident over the course of the series, he's towing this upright piano all the way across okay. Australia for reasons we don't yet know. Who comes up with these ideas? I don't know. <laughs> and in episode one, he he's in a car crash with this foul-mouthed teenager um, and they have to kind of team up because they're both trying to go on the same journey. But because of the car crash, they're going to have to team up and go together. And it's kind of the story of that relationship unfolding. There's music in it as well. There's great okay. music. He does play the piano. You'll be glad to hear. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I watched it the whole thing. Sounds a bit thing. different, actually. It's good. Yeah, oh, recommended. I will. I'll have a little look. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, I'd like to talk about Frozen too. Please. Yeah, I was worried about this. <laughs> this is not for you, is it, Ian? Well, I, that's, uh, I say that, but I haven't seen Frozen One, so it's perhaps that's unfair just, of me. Yeah, that's to, a travesty. Oh, that's that's so I'm handing you, over yeah. to you. That's just all levels of wrong. How? How actually? How have you avoided that? I've heard the song. <laughs> yeah, most people have. It's because I've got rock. kiddies, so. Um, it's just not happened. It's for the grown-ups to in, okay. let me tell you. Okay. Um, this has been a long-awaited and long-overdue, frankly, Frozen 2. Uh, most of our children are leaving home by the time <laughs> this has come out. Um, but you know what? Frozen is actually for everyone. It's just feel-good. It's just a good old, lovely story um, where good overcomes evil eventually. I always like that. Always does. It's always got a sad bit in it, of course. Um, but this, uh, it, Frozen 2, is a journey for Elsa, who's the main character. She was born with magical powers. Um, so basically she turned everything to ice. Um, and so I only have to look at you and turn you to ice if I'm Elsa. Okay. Um, and uh, she has our sister, Anna, who's the, she's not going to be the queen, so therefore she has a much mm. easier life. Okay. And then Olaf the snowman, who's a brilliant character who I love very much, because <laughs> of course he's real. Um, and <laughs> she goes on a journey in Frozen 2 to kind of find out why she has these powers. So and you also see adventures between Anna or, or Anna in, in this country, I guess you'd call her, um, with Olaf, which is nice too, because the, the okay. first one was really a loss about Elsa um, and the music's good you sold it very well winner. however you're not going to watch it I you? doubt I will get the chance to make watch you. it however one recommendation <laughs> that you gave me uh, last week which was I can't remember what it's called it's a Disney kind of almost like a spoof of a fairy tale story oh the one that's Real, like Enchanted from animated um, yeah yes. it is Enchanted did you watch it? I watched it and I absolutely loved it. So, yes, your there recommendations, you 10 out of 10. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> well, uh, on a slightly similar theme, there's a new release on Netflix. I was unaware of this film franchise, I won't lie. Do you know yes, it's the, third the one, franchise A Christmas Prince? We're on to number three already. Yeah. I've already missed yeah. one and two. I didn't know it was a thing either. It's on Netflix, Thursday the 5th of December it lands. Okay, let me give you the gist. Uh, well, no, no, tell you what, let's listen to let's a clip. Listen. That'll give you the gist. Queen Amber. Queen Amber. Do you have any names to share? No. I've been thinking, I want this baby to have a normal life. Our child will be heir to the kingdom. Still, I went to public school and I was riding the subway by myself when I was 10. We'll find a new definition of normal together. But no subway riding. Well, luckily for you, Aldovia doesn't have a subway. <laughs> So, yes, uh, the saga continues. 
but let's yeah, don't fear if you come into this on the third one you don't need to watch the previous two you don't need let's the be honest it's not like Lord of the Rings <laughs> no um <laughs> It's it's fluffy, isn't it? It's fluffy and yes. fun. It's about uh, a prince and princess in in some far off kingdom. Uh, Very beautiful kingdom. Sounds kind of Eastern European, perhaps. Uh, yeah. And she's expecting a royal baby, and the su- the some artifacts goes missing, and, and if they don't find it, there's a curse on the baby. So it's kind of a weird mix of like fairy tale and. But also, they've kind of tried to modernise. The yeah, whole idea. Because he wears a cowl neck cardigan in one scene, <laughs> which I rather wear. like. It's nice. It was not. I nice do. Knitwear. I like that very much. That seemed to be an MS, I reckon. Um, but she is the somebody who wants to change old traditions and she comes She's up a against modernizer. Yes. She is. Yes. Also out this week, well, perhaps you can tell us about this. It's a rather historical saga, isn't it? Vikings. Yeah. So this is series six of this historical drama and it's inspired by the Norse sagas it's on yes. Amazon um, I don't know what do you think yeah we've had a few of these uh, series such as The Last Kingdom for instance and we've got at the moment uh, Britannia about yes the, we have uh, about Roman Britain which I recommended last they, week I and believe. you know what they must be really popular because they're churning out yeah, loads at the minute so they must be getting great ratings axe throwing I mean good beards <laughs> what's not so like and the big news here we go I'm going to tell you now Russian actor Danila Kozlovsky is going to join as uh, Oleg of Novgorod. <laughs> I'm really glad you got that segment to read. <laughs> Ruler of the Rus people. That's all I can tell you about Vikings. Watch and judge for yourself. And of course, the previous series, if you want to catch, you probably do need to watch the previous series of this because yeah. it'll be very complex with difficult names and histories and sagas. So, yeah, it's all on there. Take a look. It's time for the news. What have you got for me? I think it's something about one of your favourite shows, I believe. Is it Sex Education? Yes, Sex Education. Um, It's coming back. Good. And it made me binge watch all the originals. (laughs) It's really funny, isn't it? So if if no one's seen this before, this is kind of based on um, a high school, um, two students, very unlikely friendship that they create, and uh, OT... Um, his mum is a sex therapist and he then becomes a sex therapist in college. Um, and the he old, gets, old story, isn't it? And he gets, it obviously happens everywhere. Um, and he gets very friendly with a girl called Maeve who's really cool. He's not really cool. He's a bit of a square, um, but very sweet. And she's very naughty. Um, and he's just so nice to her. And really they just form this attraction opposites attract after all um and they've got there's some new characters so new i gather cast. yes um we're not going to ruin it though by, <laughs> we're not going to ruin the surprise by saying here they are because this podcast is not about spoilers, not about so, spoilers. <laughs> okay well actually based on your recommendation i am going to binge watch series one is it series yeah i'm going to this week and i'm going to come back to you on that Honestly, it's it's great. And it's one of those things that you can watch again and not be disappointed. Okay. It's time now to move on to our own binge watches. What have you been binging on well, this you'll be, week? You'll be pleased to know that no, it's nothing highbrow, okay. as you'd expect no. from my television. Yes. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. It would be wrong for us not to talk about it. Um, You're right. Because it is really good, uh, that series. I mean, it, it just is a... I think you, you're not a lover I know but 
I think the idea that this has gone for this many years with not a huge amount of change. Yeah. It's a juggernaut, isn't it? It's a juggernaut. Ratings but you look juggernaut. at reality TV shows, we've, we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and they've kind of been on the decline, really, because they, there's nothing new to talk about. There's, it's the same old sob story, the same person's wheeled out to sing, and, and the premise doesn't change. The premise of this doesn't change, and yet it's still highly mm. successful because you're putting up celebrities... And putting them out of their comfort zone. And there's something really funny to watch. I mean, Ant and Deck are very funny together. It's scripted really well. And the whole production yeah, is... Ant is back. He's back. That's the big news, isn't I, it? I think they were talking about the figures being down for him being back. But uh, let's be honest, it, it works. That duo works. And it, does. it, it does. really does. Holly did a great job. But the two of them are meant to be together, aren't they? And, and it works nicely. And it's no expense spare budget, which these days, again quite unusual I think to see and the first night when they all went in there that's kind of the most dramatic because you're meeting people yeah, and some crop, of them is it a good crop it's, of well Caitlyn Jenner is in oh, there that, that's the big signing I mean that, that is, is the a, big signing and she is phenomenal okay. she because she's just game for anything and she's really cool really relaxed she had a few tears the other night um, nice. but really she's just kind of up for it all um, Ian Wright having a bit of a meltdown over not enough food had a little bit of a row with one of the catmates no. <laughs> no now do you want to know what I think yes I do I mean it's only Much one more thing highbrow. because I went through the whole series Gold Digger tell me about it I've the not seen it. BBC this. drama it's all on there on iPlayer and it is about an older woman played by Julia Ormond was in <gasps> Legends of the Fall. Uh, do you know what? Yes, I I have seen a little bit of this. I haven't seen the whole lot. This looks good. It is good. So basically she starts a romance with this much younger guy and her family, including her ex-husband, who shacks up with her best friend, they're all very concerned that he's a gold digger. And he is quite mysterious. She met him. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. I have she seen met it. Him in she met him in the library and That's the museum, right. and I was thinking, gosh, I'll hang out at the museum. Now it's, for, mm. it's a real pot boiler, and it's a bit like Doctor Foster, I think, in that regard. It's it's absolutely gripping. And what they do is it's very well structured. Each episode is is sort of from the perspective of one person in the drama. Um, and then they every week there's a little doubt put in your mind about this guy, and then. Perhaps they overcome it, or it, it, it's it's brilliantly structured. I personally was not happy with the ending, but I think it kind of depends on your outlook on the world whether you think it's a good ending or a bad. Well, you ending. kind of want, want him to not to be away. a gold digger, and you want her to be proved that's nice right. That you don't were you? That's because you're a glass half full <laughs> person. You see, <laughs> that's what you want oh, that's to happen. Nice. Yeah. But it does seem random, and the way she introduces him at that dinner party to her friends is just bizarre he's just standing there like he's you know, the local lad that's been brought in to serve oh. the drinks <laughs> well it's highly highly reckon I just steamed through it it's one that it, it, you just want to keep going it's I, I absolutely love it you, you can you can have all your highbrow drama your difficult police procedurals but sometimes you just need something like this yeah I think this has got my name written all over actually I, I, it's, it's all flooding well back but I haven't binged the whole lot and I'm going to do that Right, it's time now for the big question. Da, and it da, is da. related. You see, this isn't just thrown together, this podcast. <laughs> Never. It's related to, well, two things, really, that we've already talked about. It's about movie sequels. What are the best? What are the worst? Should you leave a good thing alone? Where <sighs> are you on this one? I'm 
Okay. That's boring, isn't it? No, I think that's... But there are some good ones. Mamma Mia 2. It is arguably better than Mamma Mia. Really? Okay. No? No, it's just so I've canvassed people in the office and I was hearing Mamma Mia 2 50-50. Well, so if you... If you get really technical about it, there are some issues Good. in Mamma Mia 2 right. that have not been set up well in Mamma Mia. So it's uh, a bit strange that that person's okay. there when they're supposed to be dead and like there's there's some odd stuff. But take it on its own right. and isolate it. And looking through children's eyes, my kids would prefer to watch Mamma Mia 2. Do I need to have watched Mamma Mia 1? No. Okay. No, you really don't. It's one of those. Have you got frozen, one that you take? Frozen oh, oh, Grease. Terrible. Grease but is that not so bad it's good? No, I've tried so hard with that because I love Grease so much. Yeah, I think I, 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 I just want, tell me more, tell me more. I want more. Um, <laughs> see what I did there. Um, but there is nothing. He didn't you, tell you more. Just, no, it's just mm. dire. Although I have a friend who I think ironically is obsessed with Grease too. Really? Why? Yeah. I just think she, it's, it's so bad it's a good thing. Yeah. I've not found the I've goodness not seen in it, it. but I actually I, it's kind love of Greece, rich, so I'm not going to watch it. It's rich pickings actually for somebody to pick that up and do that properly. Okay, yeah. So maybe or maybe just redo Greece. Re- just redo mm. the original. Oh no, oh, with some boy talk. band members. No, okay. I don't know. Leave that one there. All right. Have you got so? <laughs> well, uh, Paddington too. That's on my list. That's amazing. Wasn't that super? That they both made me cry. I cried over a fake bear. That's what you like. Yeah. Terminator two. Good. The Godfather 2, good. Uh, Dumb and Dumberer. Mm, no, so no, 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 no. And uh, Speed, Speed 2. <sighs> speed and it's on a like a giant ship that's going really slowly. Mm. Come on, guys. Yeah, they need to raise your up game. the ante. <laughs> they so really I, do. I think we've established that the answer to the big question, it's a bit of a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. You know, if you're going to do it, do Just it do right. it properly. That's a song lyric. It is. Right. Well, we're nearly at the end. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about Truth Be Told, starring Breaking Bad's Aaron Paul, of course, recently in El Camino. Mm. Breaking Bad movie still available on Netflix. Very good. Recommended by Binge Watch. So in this, he is playing a convicted killer whose case is reopened by a true crime podcaster. And yet we love Aaron Paul, don't we? We do. Now, what we have do. you got for us next week? Um, we've got series three of the marvellous Mrs. Meisel, um, a period comedy drama starring House of Cards actress Rachel uh, Brosnan as a 1950s housewife with a gift for stand-up comedy. That's on Amazon. Okay. No relation to P- Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> no. You see what I've done there? I see what I you apologize. did there. I apologise. I apologise for that. And in the meantime, <laughs> keep, keep watching. watching.